Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. A faithful man shall abound with blessings, but he that maketh haste to be rich shall not be innocent. Proverbs chapter 28 verse 20. The steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. The righteous have never been forsaken, nor their children left begging for bread. Those that are faithful in the little things will God trust with more. The Lord loves to give good gifts unto his children. He blesses the meek and showers the humble, selfless, and long-suffering with his presence, his faithfulness, and his blessings both now and forever. It is a good thing to be counted a faithful friend to the one that holds all true wealth in the palm of his hands. Because friends help friends. So to those who may seem lowly by the haughty standards of men, in actuality their storehouses are often filled with all the blessing and provision of heaven. Yet the one who hath hasted to make himself rich, will end up moving in abundant selfishness. He will not look to the needs of others. He will not care if he offends his brother. He will not consider how he dishonors God. And he will get out of the position that he was placed in to learn the lessons and gain eternal blessings. He will chase after distractions. He will oppress the innocent. He will slander, rob, steal, and character kill. He will suppress the hireling in his wages. He will compromise his convictions. He will get riches in the quick, but he will not be found innocent before God. And in a moment of judgment, he will lose it all. It's not worth it because there is a reckoning coming. Give to those who need while you can so that God will give to you when your moment of need comes. Take the low seat and wait for God to elevate. Be humble, be kind, keep eternity in mind. There are far greater riches than can be gained in the quick, which are bought with patience, with prayer, with faith, and with endurance. Better it is, my friend, to be paid a good wage by God than by man. The time is coming when we will all get what we earn for the work that we have done. Remember that Jesus said in Matthew chapter 16, verse 26, For what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Do we take the word of God serious? Revelations chapter 22, verse 12, Jesus left us with this. He said, Behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me, to give to every man according as his work shall be. My friend, there is something that I have seen in the church today, and it grieves me, because it's kind of hard to preach the gospel to the poor when they can't even get through the door because they can't afford the conference fee. And I'm sorry, but I've got to tell you the truth because I have to give an account one day before God of whether or not I believed his word enough to confess it before men. 
that some might believe and come into alignment with it. So today I tell you this with all love and sincerity, my friend, that charging money for the gospel is absolutely unscriptural. No true move of God in history ever charged people to hear the gospel in any form or fashion. It is not okay. Oh, modern church of today, whoever told you that it was okay? Because surely it wasn't the Bible. A free will love offering is one thing, my friend, but a fee for anything concerning the word of God is totally different. It excludes those who truly need to hear it. And it misrepresents God's character to the world who told us from his own lips to freely give what we have freely been given. It's not ours to patent. It grieves my heart that the modern church, for the most part, has no idea what being a minister of the gospel even means anymore. The word minister means servant, not celebrity. Churches are supposed to be houses of prayer not country clubs or pubs with cover charges. My friend, I tell you this with all assurity and trembling of heart that there is a judgment coming. And Jesus said that the only ones who will escape it are those who fed and tended to the poor, the ones who could not pay them back for it, who visited the sick, who clothed the naked, who tended to the bound, not those who locked them out with entry fees. Sorry, it's not okay. In three generations of ministry, my family has never charged for anything that had to do with the gospel of Jesus or participation in any form or fashion in any event that was connected to faith or the church or the name of Jesus Christ. Even if we had to get extra jobs to pay for the work of the ministry ourselves so that we could make sure that it was free to all so that no one was alienated or left out. Eternity is serious, people. Act like you believe it and do what you must to reach those who need it, no matter the cost. This isn't about making your life easy or your plans attainable. If it's God's plan and God's will, it's his bill and he will do what needs to be done to see it fulfilled. I'm sorry to tell you this, but if you have to ask or demand money for something, then it's a pretty sure sign that God never called it. I'm not saying this to be harsh today, but that some might be convicted and get back into alignment with Scripture and not be robbed of their reward in eternity because they adopted the practices of the culture over the instructions of God. In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 16, we read this, For though I preach the gospel, I have nothing in myself to glory of or to claim credit for, for it is a necessity that has been laid upon me. Yea, woe is it unto me if I preach not the gospel, whether you get something for it or not. What is my reward then? Paul said to the Corinthians, Verily, that when I preach the gospel, I might make the gospel of Christ without charge, that I abuse not my power in the gospel. 
For though I be free from all men, yet have I made myself the servant unto all, that I might gain the more. O Lord, let us get back to the work of the kingdom, rightly representing our Jesus, who said in Matthew chapter 10, verse 7, And as ye go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely ye have received, and freely you are to give. Provide neither gold, nor silver, nor brass for your purse. Do you have more faith in the power of God's grace or in mammon? Because you can't serve both of them. In Luke chapter 4 verse 18, Jesus said this, Of whom we are given our commission and great example, he said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because that he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captive, and the recovering of sight to the blind, and to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And if he lives and breathes on the inside of me and is doing his work through me will it not be the same work in the same way in fact it says that those who claim to have received christ ought to walk as christ walked in luke chapter 14 verse 12 we read this and then said he also to him that bade him when thou makest a dinner or a supper call not thy friends nor thy brethren neither thy kinsmen nor thy rich neighbors lest they also bid thee again and a recompense be made to thee but when thou makest a feast call the poor the maimed the lame the blind and thou shalt be blessed for they cannot recompense thee, for thou shalt be recompensed at the resurrection of the just. O oh, people, learn to take this serious. The way that you represent the kingdom matters both now and in eternity, and we will give an account for it. And if you have to beg and plead and demand money or set an entrance fee, then you need to stop and seek the Lord and ask, was this of the Lord or of me? Was this something that just seemed like a good idea or was it God's idea? My friend, we are supposed to be charitable. We are supposed to give a love offering. We are supposed to tithe. But that is something that is between every man and God. That is not a set price. That does not shame or alienate. That doesn't break people's faith. Because when you say that something can't be done without a production fee, then what you're really saying is that you put more value on mammon and materialism than on the Holy Spirit and the power of the anointing, which in actuality is the only thing that can break the yokes and set men free. So today I tell you, my friend, that I have seen God move more mightily on street corners among the least of these than in many a big organization who had walked away from the true teachings of Jesus. Come back to the foundations on your knees in repentance and ask yourself where your faith 
really is before the Lord brings a recompense and pays back to us our wages of unrighteousness. I tell you this in love today, my friend, as a way of escape and as a mercy, because I tell you with all assurity that the Lord is about to bring a judgment on mammon, the love of it, and those who put their trust in it. Father, we repent of putting our trust in the structures of men, their organizations, their mammon. Oh, Father, forgive the church of dancing before golden calves and giving it the credit for their deliverance. Father, you don't need any of this. You move in things far grander and more magnificent than we could ever hope to imagine or comprehend. And when we put limitations on the scope of your demonstrations, it just shows our lack of faith and understanding in who you really are. Because without faith, my friend, it is impossible to please the Lord. And those who come to him must believe that he is God, which means you've got to have faith in him to encompass all the attributes thereof, that he is grander, that he is greater, that he is a creator. And that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So my friend, if he's got a part of C to get you to your destiny, then he will do it. Do you believe it? Then praise him. Thank him. Start speaking forth in faith so that he can step in and demonstrate so that others can see and believe who have grown up in this faithless generation of unbelieving believers that need to know that he is the real king of kings, the Lord God almighty, omnipotent, high and mighty, lifted up far above all of our hopes, plots, plans, physical resources, and vain imaginations. Oh, my faith is in my God and my King, whose throne is in the heavenlies and whose footstool is the earth and not in any created thing. Oh, Lord, let the wages that you pour out to me and the remnant that believes be a wage of grace because that we have sown in prayer and faith and not the wages of sin and unrighteousness and limitation, and the crumbling works of men, mammon, and their organizations, because that I put more faith in materialism than in the name of Jesus. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.